0: Hey, Legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers in a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is the Legend Series, the Malcolm Reilly story, part two. Enjoy. 1973, the grand final. Where do we start talking about this? It's Manly and Cronulla. Manly won the game. They won the war, and it was a war. Your old teammate Cliffy Watson, who was an opponent on that day, he said... The old yeah. softening up period. It went for eighty minutes. We just belted the crap out of each other. Does that sound yeah, about
1: right? It does. And Tommy Bishop was was one of the guys. Yep. I mean, Tommy. Tommy was a great little player and a, a mischievous one too. He, he 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 sort of started a fair fair few blues and uh, made sure he was out of the way when when the action took place. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the halfbacks he, he was are good at devil. that yeah he was. Cliffy was a heck of a player. I mean, I toured with Cliff, and I, I knew, in fact, at one stage in that, that particular game, I can remember there was a blue on it, and like there must have been half a dozen seven or eight players about to fight. And I turned around and grabbed the first person, it was Cliff Watson, and he grabbed me, and we looked at each other and turned away and grabbed somebody else.): <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd, we'd just come back off tour together. And we were the best of friends uh, and, you know, we both knew we didn't want to do what we were, we were aiming at the time.
0: It's still talked about to this day. It's 49 years later and it's often said it was the toughest, most aggressive, perhaps most violent game in history, that grand final. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah. I, I don't think it was a, it did did the sport any good at all uh, It was very very aggressive over the top in fact uh, just a one-off thing but it it um it was over aggressive <laughs> uh, but what do you do when you're in the, the cold room like that yeah. you just react
0: you were the target for the sharks. I think it may have been Ronnie Turner that got you late he did some damage. And the story goes that Coach Ron Willie knew you couldn't last the game because you were injured, so your instructions yeah. were very simply, go out and get as many of them as you can, as quickly as you can.
1: <laughs> well, I was a bit dirty about what had happened anyway because I, I got the knees on, on the pelvis um, yeah. by Ronnie Turner, Uh and I, I, I knew I, I wouldn't last. I couldn't because I could hardly walk, never mm. mind run. And so you know, he did send me out with intentions. I don't want to discuss them really, yeah. uh, but to do as much damage as I possibly possibly could. But you know, the game's changed now, and I'm really pleased about that because it used to be brutal yeah. in those days, and yeah.
0: He wasn't a part of the sharks side, but Georgie Piggins was a regular opponent and <laughs> sparring partner. How tough was George, and, and what do you remember about playing with the great South Sydney Rabbitoh?
1: Oh, they, those gamers were they were uh, incredibly brutal, and George was just he was just mad George. But you know what? We got on really well off the field. Yeah, uh, we were we were good mates. But you know, once that whistle went for eighty minutes it was war uh, and uh, there was no nothing asked and nothing given away uh, it was it was uh, really brutal
0: i've often been told the really tough guys in rugby league aren't the ones that necessarily can fight the best they're the ones that play through pain they get up when they don't want to get up they make another tackle when they don't want to make another tackle who do you consider the the tough guys that you played with or against? Who would you like by your side?
1: Oh look, uh, Bob Fulton for, to start with. But Bob was uh, he was just a great great athlete. Mm. Uh, um, Lurch John O'Neill was he was yeah. never shirked anything. He was always there, you know. Uh, people like uh, Ian Martin who used to do a lot of defensive work he, Imer was a great he was good a great team and mm. um yeah that there's um there was a lot of guys in that in that uh, Manly team who were who were top players but people like Ron Coote you know he didn't have to run was a brilliant football player mm. he he got he got all kinds of uh, um, his pace, his agility. Yeah, you know uh, he never shirked defence. He was always there, uh, and 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 if the tough stuff started, he could handle himself as well. You know,
0: there's so much to get through and, and not enough time to do so. But you played five seasons with the Seagulls, then you returned home back to the Mighty Tigers. This time in a captain coaching role, did you enjoy doing both, Mal?
1: Well, do you know what? Um, we had some good coaches at Manly, you know, Ron mm. Willie, uh, of course, and, mm. and I think you picked things up off them. And uh, w- w- when when I got back to Castleford, uh, I, I, I I got back on an off season and, and uh, before I started coaching, and but it came naturally to me because I I, I used to organise things, and set pieces, you know. Mm. on 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 the field anyway uh so you know i i love to to keep myself fit on on the so on the fitness side of it uh I picked up a lot of uh information on good defensive roles whilst I was playing in Australia, so you know the coaching role when I got back to the great britain was just it was a formality i just enjoyed doing it as an extension of of, of actually playing
0: galaxyfinance.com.au ask for leanne for a free chat as a coach you served at club level in england as well as for great britain we'll take you forward to the 1990 ashes series and again it was you and bozo as coaches what amazing yeah. theater that was you went within a few minutes literally of winning the ashes and creating history so close
1: yeah, look, uh, it was um, ironically that the night before Bose and I went out together in Leeds, uh, we, we were just such good friends um, and, and coaches and sport for uh, are representing our countries. Uh, but Rugby League was hardly mentioned on the night prior to the games. But uh, yeah, yeah, I... Um, I, I, I just love that, uh, that competitive aspects of, of playing against a coach Bob Fulton team
0: almost no time left in the match Stewart here it comes now to Linda. we Melman Meninga try does heartbreaking sum it up.
1: Yeah, it was. He was a fantastic player, though, wasn't he? He was difficult to stop at the best of times, but in a in a in a test match like that, uh, he excelled, didn't he? Great player, great player.
0: Certainly. A few years later, Mal, you'd return to Australia. You'd return to Newcastle, who had. A very raw group of talented and wild young men. Did you enjoy Newcastle on the nights?
1: Oh, I loved it. And uh, you know, there were some really talented players. Andrew Johns was a freak. He was. He, Andrew was always sort of creating opportunities, and 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 he was the first one to put his hand up defensively as well. Yep. But we had a good we had a good side, and uh, you know we. Uh, we, we we did well to, to, to beat Manly in that um, in, in that game it was a very close affair
0: it was you and Bozo again 1997 again as coaches what a game what a finish do you do you still look back on that and smile fondly
1: beaten by Newcastle on full
0: time 6 seconds to go
1: and Albert has scored an incredible try Newcastle have won Rugby League's crown Oh absolutely yeah I mean the, the night before the game those and I you know we had a quiet drink and in a, a, a quiet bar in Sydney, uh, we, even though we were playing against, you know, we were coaching against each other in a very important game the following day. Uh, but that's sport, isn't it? That's rugby league. It's that's a good, some of the aspects, the great aspects that you can do. Mal,
0: you've won premierships as a player and as a coach. Is it as exciting, as special, as emotional? as a player and a coach, or, or is one better than the other?
1: I honestly I think that uh, playing it's the easiest easiest uh, option, that, you know, because you can just look after yourself and your yeah. preparation, you know what your responsibilities are. As a coach, you know, you're just open that things, you know, that turn up in the right frame of mind.
0: Hey Legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go. From scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we can cater to businesses both big and small we will work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au.
1: Mentally, physically, they apply themselves. Uh, Tactically, that they follow the game plan. And, uh, you know, uh, so it's a lot harder coaching than, than, than actually playing.
0: When you arrived in Australia with the Knights, the Super League war had just kicked off. It was the craziest time rugby league has ever seen. It was bizarre.
1: I've got to agree with you. You really didn't know what was going to happen and where the game was going, which direction. And it would be in it would be competing in, in the competition. Uh fortunately things worked out and uh, yeah, it was difficult period. Twenty five
0: years ago, uh that grand final, wow how time flies. Some guys when they retire and they move Away from the spotlight, they don't like to talk about their past. They don't like to reminisce and 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 enjoy it. Uh, they don't like the memories. Do you still look fondly at, at the memories from what is a a wonderful career as a player and a coach?
1: Look, I I I, I um, I've got to say yes, I do. I've looked back and and uh, I feel good about my contribution and what I did and that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a positive. It's it's uh, it's a great it's a great game, and and I I, I was fortunate enough to be, you know, to, to to be involved in in the competitions that we that I was.
0: What are you most proud of, Malcolm? As you look back, does something in particular stand out?
1: I think it's meeting the people, meeting yeah. people like Roger Millward on on a. On, on on a basis of playing with him Bob Fulton and, and uh uh Graham Eady. Yeah. Um, uh coaching wise, you know, people like Hilary Hanley and, and uh and that it's just like the the, the con- contact with uh individuals all different kind of cat- characters with various degrees of skills. Uh yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 been a joy to be able to be involved in, in all of that.
0: If you could go back and change anything, is there something you'd change? Are there any regrets over the journey?
1: No, I don't think so. No, I, I mean I, I was fortunate to experience success in Australia and also in, in, in the English competitions. So I've got um, I've got nothing to come back. Uh I just loved coaching the Newcastle Knights. Uh, I loved playing for Manly. Uh, I loved coaching Great Britain. I loved playing for Castleford. Yeah, it's been, I've had a wonderful career and uh, it's nice to be able to look back.
0: Mal, the OBE, the most excellent order of the British Empire, being awarded that because that's, that's far more than rugby league. How special is that to you and the family?
1: Oh, just the experience of meeting the Queen at Buckingham Palace—it was, it was a special occasion, and uh, yeah, it, it was um, an incredibly wonderful experience.
0: What are you up to these days with yourself, as we sit here in 2022, mate? Oh well,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm doing still doing a little bit of training. I, I, all the gyms have been—they've just reopened again over here because of. Uh, the epidemic and that. But I've got the punch bag in the garage and I've got weights in the garage and I I try to get in there at least three times a week. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still uh, you know, trying, keep, trying to keep fit.
0: As a player between Castleford and Manly, over 400 games, over 700. As a coach between Castleford, Leeds, Halifax, Huddersfield, Newcastle, Great Britain and England... A member of the Yorkshire Rugby League Dream Team, Castleford Hall of Fame, Manly's Best Ever Team, British Rugby League Hall of Fame, but more importantly, perhaps a reputation as a guy that played it tough, the way rugby league should be played, a guy that's legitimate, honest and very loyal, a real man's man, still fighting fit at seventy four it's been a pleasure reliving one of the game's greatest, longest, and most celebrated careers. Malcolm really, you, sir, are a legend.
1: I'm flattered, thank you so much, yeah uh... oh, just got a little bit emotional <laughs> yeah enjoyed, enjoyed it all.
0: We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend Series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal, and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. Their stories are simply amazing. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full-on and the hottest podcast on the market, with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current day superstars and former legends drop into chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it, and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand Weekend Session is a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players and coaches about barbecues, beers, and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask if you could spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.